Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Unstuckers, Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host Chell. Say what's up, Chell. What's up, Unstuckers? We are back for another rousing episode of the Unstuck Institute podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about CEO days, and who better to talk about CEO days for the solopreneur other than our very own Chell, who just took a day off to, not off, but like <laughs> took a day away from normal tasks to do a CEO day. Chell, tell us all about it. Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of a fairly new thing that I'm doing. Um, I've had my business for, oh my God, like five years, but I haven't taken a CEO day like this before. And I think having clarity, like going into the next quarter makes me a lot less stressed out. So I started doing it this past quarter. So Q1 of this year in 2021, and it has been game changing. I like to take this as a day to reflect, a day to look forward, and a day to plan. That's kind of like the big three goals of a CEO Mm -hmm. day. So do this at least once per quarter. I know people who do it like twice per quarter. And like if you have the time, maybe to just step back twice per quarter, awesome. Go for it. But if you can plan out the whole quarter like in one day, and I know that sounds really overwhelming, but we're going to break it down, make it a lot less scary. (laughs) But if you can plan out the whole quarter in one day, baby steps, (laughs) always, always. Yeah. So if you can plan that and then kind of maybe like reassess midway through, it's not going to need, you're not going to need a whole day to reassess, but just have that on your calendar so that you can look at what your goals were at the beginning of the quarter, where you are maybe midway through the quarter, and then what you still may need to achieve halfway through. So Mm -hmm. I would recommend at least one, but two CEO days, not a bad thing. So very good. Reviewing your past quarter. This means that you would have had to have set goals already. And we'll talk about like how to look forward like in setting goals, but mm-hmm. review your past quarter. So what were your goals? Did you meet them? If so, yay, awesome. If you didn't, okay, why? So looking at both ends of that spectrum and kind of determining where some of those gaps are. To do this, I personally like to meditate before I go through this kind of activity. Um, I find it just like clarifies my headspace. I'm in more of a creative space. I don't do, I don't just like sit down and do all of this for eight hours, right? So I'll like take like little mental clarity breaks in between. And I think that's really important to maintain your like choo-choo like energy through it, you know, mm-hmm. like a little, mm-hmm. like a little engine that could. So like a little choo-choo. <laughs> So before this one in particular, I really like to meditate, determine the goals, determine what worked and what felt good to you, right? Like, cause not every type of marketing or not every activity you're doing in your business all the time may feel good to you. It needs to be true to you. You're the CEO of your biz. So you get to decide. So I find that meditating and writing things out really helps there. So what worked, look at what worked, spend time here, right? So if you spent, I don't know, 15 hours on Instagram a week and that's something that works, awesome. If you spent 15 hours on Instagram and that's something that didn't work, don't necessarily let Instagram go, but kind of reevaluate how you're going to be spending that time. And we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that in a minute because just because it didn't work doesn't mean that it's 
not the right way to go. You may just have to reevaluate and replan and kind of reassess there. So look at what worked, definitely spend more time in that direction, and then look at what didn't work and assess why it didn't work. Perhaps it was the frequency that you were doing something or the infrequency that you're doing something. Perhaps you're not reaching your target market. Perhaps you don't have an actual plan of action. And this is more in like the marketing and advertising side of things, right? Like Josh's business, for example, like you have, you can have a plan for marketing and advertising, but your day to day is so vastly different every day that like you can have an idea of like how many hours a day that you need to spend on marketing and advertising to get X, Y, and Z done. But because your days are so vastly different because people call you and like there's an emergency that pops up and you do the things like planning out your day to day to that down, like nitty gritty, maybe really challenging. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think like in your business, you can, you can really live by the calendar in a way. I mean, yeah. I do too, but, but in my business, because it's like, if I don't answer the phone, I don't make money. I gotta, I gotta have like the calendar say, and for this period I'm available if the phone rings. Yeah. If the definitely. phone doesn't ring, I will do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. <laughs> In my past life as a personal chef, like my days started usually at like 6 a.m., like grocery shopping, and then I was cooking for at least another like four to five hours after that. And if I had two clients in one day, I did that same thing again. So that was like a 10 or 12 hour day. So oftentimes, like the advertising and marketing, I didn't actually have time for, which is why this year I've set a plan. And it works, guys. Uh -huh. It really works <laughs> when you have a plan. <laughs> so, like I said, so with the CEO days, we're really looking at like, the marketing aspect of it. And then if you have a larger business, like the structural aspect of it, like, do you, like, what is your customer journey? These are the things that we need to look at. How are you interacting with your customers throughout the whole process? Like once they're onboarded, like what is that journey uh, as a customer and even pre-customer? So these are all things to kind of assess and look at as you are going through your CEO day. And remember to take time to meditate and reflect when you need it. <laughs> Very important. Yes. It is though. I think it just helps get you out of your, like out of your head and helps you think a little bit more clearly. And if for you, that means working out or like going outside for a walk, you don't have to like sit and meditate, but just getting some clarity throughout the day can be really beneficial. Cause if not, you're just going to get really overwhelmed because it's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of information to look at and it's a lot of planning really though. Okay. So then kind of do like a whole overall review. How did you allocate your time resources or X, Y, and Z? Did it go well? Did you allocate that well? Or were you spending hours in one area that were fruitless? Perhaps your email campaign was inconsistent. You're not sending out monthly um, newsletters or weekly newsletters, but that's something that you really want to do. So look into all of that. Look at the engagement that you're getting on social platforms, if that's what you're using. The engagement that you're getting from your free resources that you have out there. Are people, are people coming on your email list? Are they staying on your email list? Look at all of that information. And if needed, review all of your channels as well to ensure your messaging is consistent, your voice is consistent, your content is consistent. I was listening recently to a podcast and they were talking about Pinterest marketing and how your pictures should have the same branding, the same feel, the same voice on Pinterest because that builds familiarity, right? So like, for example, you go to Olive Garden because you know it's consistent, not necessarily because it's good. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what you're going to get. <laughs> exactly. Like I go there for soup, salad, and breadsticks. 
Is, are they great soup, salad, and breadsticks? No, but I know what I'm getting when I go there. But they're buttery breadsticks. Oh, they're delightful. Yeah. And and unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> and bellyache inducing. Oh, I think we've gotten off topic. <laughs> every time. <laughs> okay, but you know what I mean. So like, you know what you're expecting from Olive Garden. People should know what they are expecting from every platform that you are visible on. So that should all be consistent. And if it's not, I think we've talked about this in the past, either like print it out and paste it on a wall to like make sure all of your stuff is consistent or like bring it out on your computer screen or blast it on your TV screen, like whatever you need to do in an eco-friendly or non-eco-friendly way to make sure that your shit is consistent across all platforms, do it. Cool. And then, <laughs> and then take a breath and then take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can do like a time assessment. So maybe the week before, like leading up into your CEO day, do like a quick time assessment. See how much time each day you're spending on different tasks. Maybe that is working with clients. Maybe that is marketing. Maybe that's checking emails, being active on Facebook groups, making reels, whatever that may be. Do a time assessment and see where you're spending your time and see if it's worthwhile, especially if you are a solopreneur because you are the person doing all of this. So you need to make sure that your time is being spent wisely. And if it is awesome, if not reassess, maybe you can spend a couple of more hours working. Maybe you can back off in certain areas, or perhaps you can even take some hours off because your other marketing channels are doing more and you're wasting your time in certain areas where you are spending more time. So just kind of keep mm -hmm. that in mind when you're going through all of this. Or you find, oh my gosh, I did so well. Maybe I can outsource this. <laughs> like what Josh is experiencing right now. So there are a lot of different questions to look back on as the quarters progress. So when it comes to setting goals for each quarter, they should be tangible and you should have milestones for each of those goals, right? So like we always say, break it down into baby steps, write down your goal, identify your timeline, and then identify your starting point. So if you have any analytics from past years or past quarters, use those. If you have any revenue uh, or marketing plans or anything of that nature, look at that and determine where your starting point is, because then that's going to help you determine from point A to point B and if you were successful in doing that. So breaking it down is really important. And if you have other people who are working with you on a project, make sure that they know their tasks as well. I understand that most of you guys are solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, but if you have someone who is working on a task for you, for example, you outsourced your website and that's a goal, make sure that you are in communication with the person doing that for you. Make sure that you're checking in with them regularly and make sure that you are doing what you need to do on your end. So if you're responsible for the text on the site, like make sure you have that to them so that they can get their shit done so that you can achieve your goals. Mm -hmm. It's all like team playing, but it really still falls back on you and you getting your shit done. That's a lot yeah. of pressure. I know. And, and communicating, right? If you have other people, definitely they, they need to know what the timeline is as well. Definitely. So as far as goals go, I think having three goals for the year can help propel your business forward. I like to break the goals down into usually three different categories. One must be monetary, right? So we, I think as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, sometimes we're just like, okay, cool. There's, I'm making money. Like I have clients. Awesome. 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 But sometimes we lose sight of like what we want our annual or even quarterly goals to be, or what success would be if we reached those, or if we didn't reach those, like what would happen? 
So setting yourself a monetary goal, I think is really important and it should be something that's achievable. Not like I'm going to make a million dollars this year. If that's not your style of business. Like if you're, if you're setting up a taco stand and your goal is to make a million dollars this year, it's probably unrealistic. So <laughs> make it achievable. Uh, follow the smart goal plans. what if I plans. have two taco stands? <laughs> it's twice the overhead. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> so make it achievable. And then the other two goals, they can be in whatever kind of growth categories that you want. Perhaps one is more on like a personal slash business side and one is more like business either like product or service driven kind of assess what you need and would like to achieve in this year from your business make sure that you know why you want to achieve these goals because it's going to be a lot easier if you have that that why in mind at all times what makes it compelling and what would be motivation for you to get up every day and achieve these goals? Essentially, you want these goals to help you continue redirecting all of your actions towards achieving that goal, right? We always say baby steps, keep the ball rolling. And that's really the key when it comes to goals. Quick breakdown of a roadmap, annually, quarterly, and then what you need to do on like a monthly slash weekly basis to break this all down. At the annual level, you want to think of are there any new products or services or marketing strategies that I want to implement this year? Take a really high level look at that so that you have an idea of what's going to happen each quarter, maybe what's going to happen each month. And then that's going to help you break down your milestones, your goals, so that you know exactly what you need to do in each quarter. And then you know exactly what you need to do in the months and weeks building up to some of those bigger launches or bigger goals that you have. Perhaps in a quarter, you'll have a new product release or you're going on a new channel like YouTube or Pinterest or something along those lines, or you want to book speaking engagements. And I feel like that's going to be a lot more virtual now going forward. So maybe even reaching out in that area, perhaps when conventions reopen, maybe they have, I don't know, man, I'm not in the States going to conventions <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I think conventions are probably going to happen soon, right? So like... Planning these oh, yeah. out so that you can have an idea of when you'll be in the office physically, if that's what you need to do, or perhaps when you're going to be at these industry events, networking with people and meeting others in your industry as well. So you kind of have your annual outlook and then you want to break it down quarterly. What I really like about breaking it down quarterly is that it feels a lot less aggressive. Rather than having 52 weeks of content and marketing to try and figure out, you only have 12. 12 sounds a lot easier than 50, right? Or 52. <laughs> Breaking it down into a weekly like topic, if you will. And to break that down even further, you can use three different content pillars. So for the Unstuck Institute, for example, our three pillars are business basics, relationship network marketing, and how to build a side hustle. All of our content is based off of that. If you want to break that down on like a monthly scale, for example, in that same realm, you, you take solopreneurs as like the month topic and then four weeks you break it down into like how to get out of your day job, the basics of starting a business, what we wish we knew, and how to launch your solopreneurship, right? Like it doesn't need to be like super complicated. Those are kind of just overarching like weekly plans based off of your content pillars 
based off of your one month like major goal. So if you can try and choose a topic for the month, that can be your topic on all of your social platforms, which is really cool. So rather than trying to rethink the wheel every time, you can use that same topic strategy across your blog, across your YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, when you're talking to people. So like when you are at these networking events, if your topic every week needs to be something along those lines, you can just, you can use that same topic so that you're not rethinking the wheel and it doesn't, it doesn't take extra energy. That's really what I like to do, especially when I have a new topic on Instagram every week. I actually have a room on Clubhouse and I use that same topic to discuss and be like, hey, if you want to check out more of this information, go to my Instagram page. So it really helps to kind of play that content off of each other. So when it comes to planning out your content, you want core content and then promotional content. Core content is going to build and show your expertise and authority. So for me and Wellness Kuchina, those are reels where I'm cooking something and posts that show like quick tips or how to get things done faster. And then promotional content, things like, oh, do you wish you felt X, Y, and Z way? You're here, you want to get to there, um, and really taking them along that pain point to solution journey. You also want to consider using like promotional content or webinar buildups a couple of weeks prior to doing a webinar, for example. So my whole month of April, April is building up to a webinar that I'm going to be doing on the 18th. So thinking about the content three weeks out or four weeks out so that you can kind of like drip some information to the people as time progresses can be really valuable as well. I personally like to write this like out in a calendar, uh, but there are a couple of different apps that you can use. I think Trello is really cool because you can manage your goals there. Your goals, I think with like a small upgrade or like you can choose like an upgrade option on like some boards. So if you put your goals and set due dates like on your goals, it'll populate in a Trello calendar. So you can view that and kind of keep track of it as well. It acts as a calendar that I think can also link to your Google calendar if I'm not mistaken. So it'll just keep you updated um, and I feel like that's, that can be a really good way to track everything in one place. You can also just use kind of any virtual calendar that, that you like as well. And I kind of touched on this already, but breaking it down from the quarterly into monthly into weekly. Weekly, schedule out your content on a variety of different channels. So have a plan of action, show up consistently, and that is going to make it so much easier. Plan out your ideal days if possible. I know we mentioned that earlier. So like, Josh, you just block out time for like, should be answering phone calls at this point. Like, even if it's something that mm -hmm. simple, plan out your ideal days so that you don't get distracted and, you, and that you can focus on what you need to, to keep the ball rolling, to keep your eyes on the prize on these goals. All right. So that was basically it. I know it sounds like a lot to do in one day, but if you have that overarching, like, annual plan and you know what your quarterly goals are already, it's a lot easier to fill in the blanks, which is really cool. If you haven't done so already, we've just started Q2. So this is a great time to plan out the rest of the year for at least your marketing strategy. Maybe, maybe not necessarily the nitty gritty of everything else in your business, but at least your marketing strategy, kind of get a hold on that so that you can grow in 2021. So break it down annually, break it down quarterly, and then have a CEO day at least once a quarter. I think that's great. I've always had a quarterly budget review and financial review day. And by day, I mean like 
few hours. Um, yeah. And, and you've inspired me to take that little bitty habit that's going on and expand it into a CEO day. So I'm going to do that this week because it's the beginning of the quarter and I'm also taking some time off at the end of this week. So bam, it's a good time to do it. And I think, <laughs> I think adding in your financial review is important as well. I know I said add in like a monetized or a monetary goal, but doing a financial review to know where you stand, I think is really important too. Yeah. Checking your budgets. Like if you send a, but if you set a budget at the beginning of the year and you don't look at it until you create your budget for next year, then you're going to be off the rails. So you got to check in on them just like you got to check in on your goals. Like, did you do them? Did you not? Why or why not? Yeah. Are you spending what you thought you would spend? Why or why not? Update accordingly, right? The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Save Time in the Cucina mini course. Experiencing decision fatigue, feeling uninspired to cook, resorting to pre-made meals and ordering in more than you'd like? Check out my Save Time in the Cucina mini course to learn time-saving cooking skills so that even on busy weeknights, you can get a meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute/lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. 1. Take a day to work on your business at least once per quarter. 2. Look at previous quarters, activity, and goals. 3. Make goals and activity plans for the next quarter. Break them down to baby steps. And that's a wrap on episode 128. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. And remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Go back to episodes 1, 2, and 3 to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Chell, and myself. If you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show a lot. Leave us a five-star written review to be entered into a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorm session with me and Chell. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to the website, www.unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week when we'll be entering the Unstuck Library to talk about James Altucher's new book, Skip the Line. Success is no accident. It is hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love of what you are doing or learning to do. Pele. Me, 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 me. My, 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 my. Hello. Mo, 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 mo. I don't see my thing moving. Chell, 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 chell. Let me get closer. Oh, yeah, you're there. You're just barely there. You have to turn it up. Post. Post. Pasta?